The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. Today, I ask God for the grace to see and feel God's active presence in the love I receive and in the love I show to others. Our reading comes from the Gospel of John. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, I have been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. Our contemporary voice is Ronald Rollheiser. Part of the difficulty in believing in the Incarnation is precisely the fact that it is too good to be true. God is not hidden and hard to contact. Forgiveness, grace, and salvation are not the prerogative of the lucky and the few. We don't have to save ourselves. We don't have to get our lives perfectly in order to be saved. We don't have to make amends for our sins. Human flesh in this world are not obstacles, but part of the vehicle to heaven. We can help each other on the journey. Love, indeed even human love, is stronger than death. And to love someone is indeed to say, you at least will never die. Let these words sink into your soul.
This week's reflection comes from Father Bill Noe. From its very beginning, humanity has been aware of God. So from humanity's first moments, we have wanted to see God. The book of Genesis presents the image of an original intimacy with God that was simple and uncomplicated. When our first parents heard someone walking about in the garden at the breezy time of the day, they immediately knew that it was God. God, it seems, chose that time to come to walk with them. God could see them, and they could see God. Of course, that original intimacy quickly slipped away, and seeing God became a more complicated matter. In the book of the prophet Isaiah, on behalf of all the people, the prophet says to God, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, that you would make your presence known, if only we could really see you. The people, it seems, reversed the order of the Genesis story. The prophet continues, Because you hid yourself, we transgressed. But in fact, transgressing comes first, then hiding our transgressing and our hiding. Hiding is not God's idea. It's ours. And when we hide, God calls out, where are you? God wants to see us. And God wants to be seen. When Philip asks him to reveal the Father, Jesus is dumbfounded. How can you ask me that? Jesus points to his own life his words, and his deeds as the revelation of the Father. What we discover there is too good to be true, God reconciling after our transgression. We learn that our desire to see God is the mere reflection of God's desire that we see. But there's still more of the one who recognizes the active presence of the Father in Jesus' words and deeds he says, they will do even greater works than I do. That person is drawn right into God's own work of healing and reconciliation, asking for these things in Jesus' name, that is, according to his spirit, and working to bring them about. Both are necessary to ask and to work in the confidence that our desire is the mere reflection of God's if that is so, then even human love, our love, is stronger than death, and to truly love someone is to save them. That's too good to be true, but it is true. Speak to God in these final moments 
about whatever is stirring in your heart. closing prayer is from Pedro Arupe. Teach me your way of looking at people. As you glanced at Peter after his denial, as you penetrated the heart of the rich young man and the hearts of your disciples, I would like to meet you as you really are, since your image changes those with whom you come into contact. Remember John the Baptist's first meeting with you? and the centurion's feeling of unworthiness, and the amazement of all those who saw miracles and other wonders, how you impressed your disciples, the rabble in the Garden of Olives, Pilate and his wife, and the centurion at the foot of the cross. I would like to hear and be impressed by your manner of speaking, listening, for example, to your discourse in the synagogue in Capernaum, or the Sermon on the Mount, where your audience felt you taught as one who has authority. 